Hello, welcome to Mark Langley's Horsemanship Podcast, a podcast helping people to understand their horses better, to provide solutions in a calm, connected way. I'm Jenny Barnes. And I'm Mark Langley. Mark, we're going to start the questions today for you with some that are on backing up. I've got a question here from Kathleen who says that sometimes when she asks to back up when she's on the ground, she it looks like a horse is pushing from his front feet. And when he does this, each of the four foot steps are separate. So they're not together. You know how you meant to have the diagonal front and back stepping at the same time. She's asking, is this an issue caused by the handler not asking something correctly? Or is it something to do with the horse's body? And how do you correct it so that they do step up with that two beat diagonal rhythm? This is, uh, you know, it's, if, you, if you're watching a lot of soft horses that sort of are very comfortable in a back up and there's no, uh, you know, because some, some horses have got a really awkward hindquarter movement and they're sort of thinking left and right or thinking forward. So they fight a lot in the back up and then you'll get all these sort of squiggly backups uh, where the, the rhythm is not quite a two beat rhythm. Um, and also when you're backing up, the horses have something to lean on a lot of the time. So when they've got a forward thought and they're leaning on, on that halter, then they're going to be pushing. And, and some of that pushing is causing them to, um, you know, get out of rhythm and lean and put their front feet down. And one of the most um, common, you know, braces that I'm coming across all the time in horses is that, you know, the freeze brace in the front of the chest, like in, where they brace in the, in the base of the neck and they won't lift their wither and softly come backwards. So, <coughs> excuse me, it's very important that horses are picking up in the knees uh, and softly backing up. So the backup, to get a good backup, the horse can't be sort of a half asleep, you know. So some horses can do a, a, a fairly asleep backup and still get a reasonable rhythm. But um, so if your horse is relatively shut down or very, very lethargic, um, sometimes they don't have enough energy to put that life into the backup and they just kind of trudge back and they dra- put make drag marks in the ground and things like that. So what I try and do is I try and um, have a way of bringing that life up in them. Uh, there's a lesson that I do. There's a few ways I go around it. One of the ways, uh, and this way is to to get uh, a bit more um, lift in the horses before they back up. Is so I'll stand there with a the horse. So it's very common you see people when they teach back up is lower the head, bend the nose in, and then back up. I don't I don't go by that um, so much. I actually just want the horse to go backwards with its feet and think backwards and then the head starts to hang in place. So I actually don't encourage the horses to lower their head before they back up. I think some horses get stuck in the front because we've lowered the head and asked them to back up um, and they get stuck in the position with the head low but nothing's ever happened in their wither and they haven't picked their wither up. So there's a lesson and it's a very slow lesson on a braced horse where you've got to sort of put your, you can put your hands on the knot you can put two hands on the knot if you want, so you can just, just hold them quietly there. So I'll put two hands on the knot underneath their chin on the halter. And I'll just gently start to lift their head up um, just quietly. And you'll feel them starting to push down, especially if it was, say, a horse had been Western trained, they start to push down against you because they've been taught to put their head down. As soon as they feel any contact on their face, they, they, they sort of go in this, I guess, mechanical position. So opposed to following the feel up, they, they'll push down. So when they push down, you kind of set and you firm up a little and say that's not available um, in, in the way you're holding your hands. And then when they soften a little, you just soften your hands a little and then you sort of start to lift again until they can lift quite high, almost like a horse that you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want them at that height. 
Now, what you'll get is you'll find those horses with the brace in the base of the knuckles get, get tighter and tighter in the front. And um, just remember, you've got to be careful and kind of do this in incremental stages. So you might do it, you know, lifting, lifting slowly and then let them off a bit, lift, lift slowly until they can lift up higher. But then the idea is they get into a position that they're, they're a bit uncomfortable and they've got their head up and they're like, I don't know what to do. And then you'll find if you stay there, they'll, they'll fight a little and then they'll, they'll actually move all four feet and they'll realise that lifting their head up and bracing the front and shutting down in that front's not working, then they'll start to move their feet. Uh, and then you just release and then you, you do it again and again. And what you find starts to happen as you lift on that knot, they'll start to lift. But as soon as they start to lift their head, they go, oh, I know. How about I just loosen my feet up? And they'll loosen their feet up and you'll see all four feet loosen. So what you're looking for is all four feet to loosen. Um, and when all four feet loosen, the horses kind of, and what, what usually happens is they start to bring their feet a little closer together. So they become equally balanced on each foot as in they lighten up and they've got, um, you know, equal, equal weight over their hindquarter and their forequarter. Whereas when they were standing, they probably would have had a lot more weight on their forequarter. So when they're standing, they've got all this weight on their forequarter. And if we ask them just to back up straight away, they push those front feet into the ground and they just kind of trudge back, pushing off those front feet. Whereas this lifting lesson, before you ask for direction, you ask for elevation. And, and yeah, the bracy horses, I found it really good, not only in the, the horses that have been taught to bury and they've, they've, they've got so buried in the front end that they don't lift up, but also for the horses that are potential rearers, that I got used to putting their head up and getting this really stuck freeze brace. Um, this lifting really helps them get out of that. So you lift, 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 and then all of a sudden the horse starts to wriggle loose, and then you reward them, and then they wriggle loose again. And then after a while you just put a little lift on their head, and they'll start to wriggle loose. And when they wriggle loose and you see them sort of uh, stand equally balanced, that's when you start to direct that knot backwards and say back up a little bit now. Um, and in most cases the horses then will start to um, – have a more engaged backup where they actually use their hindquarter a little more uh, and they're not be they're not pushing down in the front because you made that unavailable and then they'll start to back up a little bit. Um, but you've got to do this slowly and incremental. You wouldn't want to, because a lot of horses, that, that, that's uh, been a place for them to get away from pressure. So for the people who have had horses that have been really drilled in the mouth to drop their head, they can get a little frightened because that was the place that they thought they could go to release the pressure um, but you're saying follow the feel up in a different way. So, um, you know, it's a bit more intense for them. But in saying that, once they get it, it, they really appreciate it because they get loose and soft. And so then once you've got the horse backing, you might get them to back up a little bit and then you do it again, lift. And when they loosen, back up a little bit. Um, and that'll get the feet looser and more lively. And you'll find if they let go of that brace in the base of the neck, they'll start to pick up at the knees a little more. Uh, and that's when they'll pick up and not drag so much. Um, so that's sort of helping out the front end. And, and, and I believe before you do a hindquarter, you've got to lift the front end on a lot of horses because a lot of horses can bury their front when you do a hindquarter yield. So the other part of the backup that horses really struggle in, and, and like I just did an online lesson um, a while ago with a, with a lady who, who wants to get a nice haunch turn um, on her horse, you know, to, to play polo cross and, um, the horse is leaking out through the hindquarter in the in the rollbacks and stuff. And, um, you know, one way would think, oh, well, I've just got to block the hindquarter from leaking. But the reason the mare's leaking in the hindquarter is because she's protecting it because she doesn't know how to move a hindquarter correctly. And there's one side of a, a more in particular that she doesn't know how and she gets lacks confidence and she braces up in the back end. 
And so all she does is put all the weight on the forequarter, move the hindquarter around. But if you've got a balanced, she, 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 she's still not confident enough on the back end to be loose. Uh, so she actually avoids the turn. So in a backup, that can happen too. A lot of horses do a really, like they do a four-track backup where their hind, hind feet are just crabbing out sideways, uh, sort of dragging themselves along from side to side. And you sometimes feel the hips going in one direction or sometimes it's, it's, it's moving from side to side because they're, they're paddling and they're grabbing out wide. And that also hinders a, a good backup that um, not being comfortable in the back end. So in that, in that respect, once you've got that front lifted and the horse is loosening up a little, then I would start to do a backward step and then forward steps uh, when the horse is lifting up in your hand. And then I would start to teach the horses to do hindquarter yields. And that way, when they're floating forward in your hand, you put a little bend in them and then you roll the bend. So the angle of, of, of the rein sort of will, will start to push towards uh, the back of their wither. And that'll encourage them to rebalance out their hindquarter. And so once I've lifted them, I can go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, and then forwards and hindquarter yield and hindquarter yield and do that on both sides. So then you can also do a forward hindquarter yield while the horse is elevated, and then you can start to turn that into a backup, and, the, and that'll get them picking up their hind feet a lot better, placing them underneath themselves a lot better, and um, and not sort of, you know, and because and, 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 you do that a lot until they, they start to actually bring their hocks closer together. Um, and once you've got, you know, the front, the brace of the neck sorted and the hindquarter working better, you've got more chances of the horse letting go of more of that brace and get more confidence. But as the, the, the biggest thing is the horse has got a strong thought. So sometimes when the horse has a strong thought forward and you're backing them, you have to firm up enough in your hand to say, let go of that thought, and then you loosen and let them catch up with themselves again. And the idea is that the horse is not leaning on anything. So when you do get your horse backing, um, they have to be backing and not the pressure's got to be so so sort of you know soft, not too heavy. Because if it's heavy, then they've got to brace through their body, and that will cause them to you know have a have a have a rhythm that's not a two beat rhythm. You know, be all, all crooked in their feet. So um, once they can liven up, back up, and they're not backing off a, like a heavy pressure um, to get them in rhythm. Sometimes when you see them sort of fade a little in the front, you'll push up and back just a little firmer to let them catch up again and then you'll slow down and follow them. When the horse fades out a bit, you push up and back again to, and, and the horse will, and then you loosen a little, let the horse catch up with themselves and you follow them. So it's not like you're driving them backwards as in drive, drive, drive. Uh, you push in and then you loosen and follow. And then after a while, as soon as you see them sort of fade out, they'll pick up again and then Within time, when they're thinking backwards, they're not going to brace in the base of the neck. You'll find that two two bit rhythm will start to start to sort of um, happen. Um, and and yeah, you have to kind of be able to do a slow soft backup, but then also increase the strength of the backup so they can put a bit more life in it and a bit bit a bit more speed in it. And that also helps them wake up a little bit as well. But as I say, you don't want to be just driving them back fast when they're still heavy on their forehand and things like that. Otherwise, they just run backwards with a big brace and you know like i had a cutting horse at a clinic once that as soon as you pick up on the reins it'd run backwards 100 miles an hour but it, it couldn't breathe when it backed up it was so braced in in its in, in its body uh yet it could go fast in the backup but it could not lift up in those reins and its wither was dropping out in the backup so so you know it's so important to get those horses to softly lift and relax as they lift and as i said at the start they can't be asleep in the backup they like for softness you know I, say so many times you know people work on relaxation in their horses and relaxation is good but relaxation is not necessarily the key to softness because the horse has to have a certain level of alertness and an awareness to become truly soft 
So we, so we have to have an alertness and awareness, and that comes from the lift in the horse and the awareness to get a good backup. That's that's amazing. So you've just given us 10 minutes there of this, all this information. Um, I'm not even going to go on to any other questions. I'm just going to leave this podcast on backing up because it's enough in itself. So Ira, that answers your question because you were wondering about how to pick up the front feet while your horse is backing up. I think Mark's addressed that there. So the main point is to make sure that you slow it down and obviously get those horses' thoughts backwards. Um, and if anyone's listening to this and sort of thinking, wow, I want to tackle some of the stuff that Mark's talking about, there is a whole section on backing up on his online training videos. You can try it for free for seven days, and it is just $15 a month. So have a look at that. Give it a go. Anything else you want to add, Mark, just to just backing up in general? Any other tips? Or have you sort of covered what you wanted to say? I've probably missed 10 tips, but um, the ones I've, I've, I've told you are probably close enough to, to help. But um, just, just quickly on that, I, as I was just doing some, some video editing this morning, um, there's a, a video that um, will be coming on in the next um, next month subscription, um, which will be this month, actually. Um, and, it, and it is a horse that's kind of really doughy and heavy, and it's just the first lesson of lifting. Um, you know, so I had a bit of it on Marvel last month, um, but he was already a slightly elevated horse. But this is more of a sort of a, 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 a horse that stands heavy and he's very quiet and he stands on his forehand a lot. And, and it was just that lifting lesson slowly from a horse that um, is not familiar with it. And, and it shows how they start to loosen and liven up in the feet. So it's worth worth watching for, for you know, to get an idea, you know, and then you'll know where to go before you ask for, for more direction in, you know, whether it be forwards or backwards. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Mark. That's really exciting to look forward to. Uh, we know you've got a virtual lesson that you've got to disappear off to do. So we'll let you go. Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, everybody. You can learn more from Mark online through his online training videos. Just search Mark Langley Horsemanship. There's over 380 training videos which everyone has access to with a seven-day free trial. If you like what you see, it's just $15 a month from there. That's help where you need it.